Good morning. Uh, happy Father's Day um, to those of you who are fathers. Uh, we hope you're having a uh, or have had a good start to the day. Uh, much like I did, I had a great start to the day. I had my breakfast made for me, and when I arrived back, had all kinds of um, delicacies laid out. So it was a, a great start to my day, and it's even better then to join with you this morning at this time where we gather together for our time of prayer and praise. It's a time when we maybe separate ourselves from the rest of our busy weeks when we reflect on what normally would have been church, uh, even though we can't gather together physically. Maybe it's just nice for these moments to join together spiritually uh, online. And so we pray that um, you enjoy this time together. Morning, Kieran. Good morning, Dory. Nice to see you both on, and Stefan and Naomi, and um, some others who's on. Um, morning, Stefan. Gillian's on as well. Part of my delicacy this morning for my Father's Day breakfast was a lot of candy boy yogurt. And so other yogurts are available, but none are quite so good. Um, but good morning and good morning. Uh, Jacqueline and Jean and David are on as well. If you have anything you would like us to pray for, um, then we'll do that. But we go through our normal Sunday morning procedures and our normal categories where we um, reflect on the let's pray. And I'll put that up um, I'll put that up now on the, the comments and actually turn that off again. Um, I'll put that up on the comments and then that forms our first prayer and then we go through our church on a Sunday and then also the wider world. Um, I'll go ahead. I don't have that. I'll stick that up after you afterwards and that will allow you to reflect upon it and to pray it for yourselves this week. If you can sign up for that as well, that's a, a weekly email that comes up. You can sign up for that on the Presbyterian website. And so I'll put that link up also. We're going to read Psalm 96 uh, as our psalm for today. That's our main psalm. So if you have your Bible, you can follow along and keep it open because we do a part at the beginning and then a part closer to the end also. And Psalm 96 reads, Sing to the Lord a new song. Sing to the Lord all the earth. Sing to the Lord, praise his name, proclaim his salvation day after day. Declare his glory among the nations, his marvellous deeds among all peoples. For great is the Lord and most worthy of praise. He is to be feared above all nations and gods. For all the gods of the nations are idols, but the Lord made the heavens. Splendour and majesty are before him. Strength and glory are in his sanctuary. That's the first six verses, and we'll read the, the second half, the next seven verses at the end. But let us then approach God's throne of grace with confidence, so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need. The Let's Pray resource gives us our prayer for today, and so we pray. Creator God, you have made all things out of nothing. Out of emptiness and darkness, fashioned every form of life and birthed light for each new day. In this moment, the ways we have always done things seem inadequate and redundant. We know things have to be different, but our well-worn routines shackle our thinking. Our range of vision for alternatives is limited by our struggle to imagine other possibilities. Help us in this twilight zone of sorts between what was and what is to come. Give us a sense of your presence with us in the storm speaking to us above howling wind and tossing wave, 
calling us to take courage, not to fear, inviting us to take those first faltering steps in answer to your call out of the familiar, to exercise fresh faith in you. Draw our eyes to Jesus and fix them there. Reach out your hand and catch us in those times when our faith shrinks and our doubts grow. Expand our thinking. Enlarge our courage. Enable wise choices. Extend your grace. Engage us heart, mind and soul. Equip us for what lies ahead. For you are making all things new. And we want to be renewed as your people after the image of Christ, in whose name we pray. Amen. That resource leads us to pray for our ministers and members, and then tomorrow our local and global mission. And because we'd been looking at the persecuted church, I thought it would be good to do these two together. Lord, we pray for ministers preparing to preach and communicate in the new world of digital communication, asking that God will give them a word from himself and the ability to deliver it effectively. We pray for the many members of congregations using their clarity, their gifts to provide digital ministry to all ages, asking that God would continue to give clarity and creativity in sharing his truth. We pray for all those congregations whose doors may be shut for now, but whose witness continues through members contributing to their local communities, asking that God will make his love shown and ways known in the lives of many who have no church connection. We pray for the people of Malawi, especially as they rerun presidential elections on Tuesday, asking God that the election process would be conducted fairly and peacefully, with people being disciplined at this time. Well, I just for a moment of silence to reflect for you on that prayer, or maybe some aspects of our prayer and then we'll pray specifically for our church this morning. In the life of our church, the big news this week has been that on Thursday past, the executive met and decided to give the date of the 29th of June as an indicative date as to when churches can reopen. That is an indicative date, and so it is kept under review on this until this Thursday when a definitive decision will be taken as to whether those restrictions are lifted. So although we have a date of the 29th of June, Monday the 29th, to reopen, that is still under review by the executive, but we pray and hope that that will uh, come to light and those decisions can be made and that date can be finalised. However, it's not just a simple reopening uh, back to the way things were. There will be many guidelines in place. There will be many aspects of church life that will have to be altered in this time. And although many members will be longing to gather again, many also might be nervous about gathering again. And both those are understandable. And so the Kirk session, which we'll be meeting on Thursday evening, has to balance those two realities. Remembering that the safety of all who gather is one of our priorities. Of course, we find during this time that we can still worship in fresh ways and the importance of worship in fresh ways. We've understood the importance of what it is 
we do on a Sunday morning, that we don't just gather together as a social gathering, but we're here to worship. And so as we reopen, as we begin to think about how we can do that safely and well, we keep worship as our priority. So a two metre distance shouldn't be a problem. New guidelines or times shouldn't be a problem because we gather together to worship. We also recognise that many churches will do it at different paces. And so we'll pray for wisdom and for empathy and we'll pray for guidance in these times. Our online services will continue to be uh, recorded and streamed on Sunday mornings for that time until those people who are comfortable and aren't comfortable. For those people who might want to stay at home, those services will still be provided. So we'll be able to give a better indication this time next week of exactly what is happening here in the life of Garnerville. The moderator has an online service each Sunday morning and so we'll pray for him also as he continues to lead that Sunday service. Father, we thank you that at this time we have the ability to reopen as a church. We thank you that the executive has come to that decision, that this indicative date, although it's under review, although it's under scrutiny, although it's not yet fully clarified even by our Kirk session here within this church, Lord, we pray that you give us guidance and that you protect us and watch over us in these times. We pray for the executive as they meet later this week. We pray for our Kirk session as they meet in this incoming Thursday also. And in the midst of the decisions that have to be made, we pray for wisdom and clarity. We pray for your spirit to guide us in how best to move forward as a community and as a church. And Father, we pray for understanding and empathy and grace for one another. Although many will want to gather very quickly and get back to normal life, we recognise that we can't do that. Under the guidance we have from those who uh, are much more wise when it comes to this pandemic, we acknowledge we can't simply go back to the way things were. And so we ask that you give us clarity as to how we are best to proceed, as how we are to move forward And as members of a congregation, we pray that we adhere to that guidance and to all that is set forward. Lord, we pray and give thanks for the ways in which technology has aided us during this lockdown. And we ask that it can be used wisely as we move forward. To enable members of our church who haven't been able to attend in many years, maybe due to ill health or job commitments, maybe due to other aspects in their lives, that they can join with us in these times. We'll allow a moment for you to pray for that, and then we'll pray for some individuals within our church. We pray this morning for the McKittrick family. We pray for Marie Hill. We pray for Mary Lunny. We pray for Margaret, Jean, 
sister. We pray for all those at this time who may have found grief or distress. We pray for those individuals within our church who have been furloughed, who might be starting to go back to work as the restrictions ease. We pray for those who are in new working patterns. We pray for those who are homeschooling. We pray for those within our community and our school. Lord, we pray for one another. Although we're apart as a church, we are still united by your body and your blood. We pray for Clonard Monastery also, and I'm taking part in the novena there tomorrow, so we would appreciate your prayers in all aspects of those services. And we join with those Christians around the world who have been praying through Second Chronicles chapter 7, verse 14, which says, If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and seek my face and turn from their sin, then I will hear from heaven and I will forgive their sin and heal their land. That is our prayer throughout the land. As we join in the Lord's Prayer, which Jesus taught us, we say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Every blessing to you this day. Our services are online. From the YouTube service is online already. Our Facebook service will go up at 11 o'clock. And so please watch along those and see what we do on Father's Day. There's a number of our fathers who have been involved in those. And so watch those to see this morning. But every blessing to you this day. And we'll see you again on Tuesday at noon. Grace and peace to you.